Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Court Right Cast, where we talk about fantasy, science fiction, books, movies, Hollywood culture, and everything really in between. I'm your host, Alex Courtright, and I'm joined by my brother, Jonathan Courtright. And today we're talking about Johnny Depp and his role in the Pirates of the Caribbean Curb, Caribbean, Caribbean. I mixed the two pronunciations. Some people say Caribbean, and some people say Caribbean. So you just went Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Perks. Point being, we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Um, everything planned for the future with the franchise, and really the question that I want to, uh, I think is the most interesting and on most people's minds is why is it still going? <laughs> why is it still? Yes, that, but more importantly, is the franchise anything without Johnny Depp? What what does the Pirates of the Caribbean fran- franchise have to offer outside of Johnny Depp? Mm. I think there's an argument to be made that there is something in the first few movies, but as you can see, you know, where we've gone with four or five and now six that is in development, it's not really looking like... They have much even with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Well, I actually don't know what you think of the first three movies, but my opinion is I don't get why there was any any sequels after the first one. Like see, I don't I care. That. I don't care for the second one. I don't care for the third one. Don't care for the fourth one. I don't even think I saw the last one. I can. The understand first one that. is great though. I can understand that, but my, yeah, I, I mostly, I think my opinion is probably similar to yours of the first one, but it does extend a little bit into the second, third, a little bit, but, um, I definitely understand a lot of the criticisms of them. Um, but you know, when you're talking about Disney and having a franchise, I understand that they're going to want to milk the franchise mm-hmm. and continue to put out movies. So I'm not going to like knock it from the perspective of, well, they should have only put out one movie. Well, Hollywood never does that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they literally never do that. So I'm not. I'm not going to hate on that aspect, but um, in recent news, there are actually two films that have been rumored or in development. There is Pirates of Caribbean 6, which is supposedly in development and will not have Johnny Depp in it even at all. There was talks of him maybe having a cameo, but so far everything has been hushed about that. And then there was the rumor that Margot Robbie is getting a spinoff movie that has nothing to do with 6 and does not affect 6 at all, but would be like a spinoff movie of... With, I guess, starring her in a whole new character. and type. It's honestly, I'm not going to lie, just based off of what Margot Robbie's been doing recently, it sounds like they're trying to be like, to start a new Johnny Depp, but with a female. Yeah. Just because of, uh, I wouldn't, I don't even want to say success, but the, the direction that Margot Robbie went with the uh, Harley Quinn character mm-hmm. and Suicide Squad and um, Birds of Prey, whatever. Um, it makes me think that someone saw potential in her to play a... I don't want to like cast this onto whatever their plans for that film may be, but it makes me be like, are they trying to go for like just literally grafting Johnny Depp onto because she already acts like Johnny Depp. Am I wrong? Like, is, is there not like a Johnny Depp uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, connection between the Harley Quinn character where she's basically a, a seemingly bumbling character who somehow manages to make it out of situations? Yeah. Like she planned them. Yeah. Totally accidentally, though. Yeah, not to say that it's a, a total copy, but it does feel like it feels like someone saw that potential yeah. and was like, maybe that would be good in parts. Maybe she could help. And she's also a big enough name that they if they want to try and do anything new or get it, get life into the series again, I could see them wanting to put that same energy in, but like switch it up and go with a female lead or something along those well, lines. I, I think they haven't realized with the Pirates of the Caribbean series that their reason 
or in my opinion, the reason that they've like fallen off completely after the first one was because Johnny Depp was such a success in the first one mm-hmm. and he was so good in the first one and the second and third and, and, and all the rest of them. It's like they took it's like they misunderstood what was good about his character in the first one and they just made it like, oh, we like to see him sort of like bumble around and, and, and be drunk and accidentally get out of situations scot-free. Mm-hmm. And it was like that wasn't what was good about him in the first one. He he was like a he was actually an intelligent character in the first one, and in the second and third one, they basically just made him like, oh no, he is just an, a drunk idiot who accidentally steps in the yeah. right place at the right it time. A shtick. And that was the shtick. And it's like it's like they thought that that was the draw of it, so they centered all the rest of the movies around that. When Johnny Depp wasn't even the main character of the first movie. Yeah, yeah. And I I honestly I want to get into that in a minute. But on the while we're on the Birds of Prey uh, Harley Quinn character, the other. Uh, hard thing to to really confront is the fact that the rumor or i don't even know if it's total rumor uh robert margot robbie was asked about this role in a spinoff film and she pretty much said i can't talk about it yet so there was no denial and it was like pretty much yeah we're talking about it but it's really early and supposedly attached to the project is one of the writers on the birds of prey movie which does not sound promising whatsoever (laughs) if you're familiar with the reception of birds of prey and how that movie went or if you happen to waste an entire two hours of your night (laughs) on any given friday night not that i ever would have done that (laughs) but if if you have i I didn't do that wasted your time oh no i would never do that (laughs) i have never done that (laughs) but um basically i i I have no i don't even want to say no expectation i think it's a bad idea i think that entire the entire idea of having margot robbie play in a pirates of the caribbean themed film that is supposedly not even like it's just in the set in the same world but attached to the name does not sound like a smart idea especially with them doing a pirates of the caribbean 6 that's the other thing that that is kind of funny that that they want it to be connected to pirates of the caribbean at all it's not like pirates of the caribbean is some cinematic universe like why would you not just if it's not going to have any connection there's absolutely no reason why it should have any like connection to the name Mm mm-hmm like I mean, it's just a pirate box movie. office. Yeah, I mean it, that, and you you have a problem where if they made it a different movie, but it was a lot like Pirates of the Caribbean, and they didn't attach the name, they would just be like, "Oh, you're trying to be female Pirates of the Caribbean." Right. Versus if they can use the name to bring in viewers and have that kind of a, a consumer trust. I can understand. I know how Hollywood works. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, we just, it, there are some things we have to accept. So I'm okay with that. It's just, I just don't see, uh, I don't see the movie needing to be made ever in general. And especially with Pirates of the Caribbean six on the way. And then the fact that why are we doing a sixth film when the franchise has already been falling off for a minimum of two films, at least like box office wise and reception wise, it's been falling off for two films at least. And Johnny Depp's not going to be in it. That was the last thing they had. I'm not even saying that he was the only thing they should have had, but that was really all they had left. Yeah. Yeah, no, because, I mean, he was a draw for the movie. Um, well, he's just the only and recognizable he, character left. Yeah. Like, that you would But actually, he also, he was the draw of the movie, for sure. Um, even to the extent where, like, he just, I don't know. I think it's, it's also the fact that like, he just did that character over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, in all the movies that were coming out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like even the Lone Ranger was like, yeah, hundred percent. And when it comes to Johnny Depp's career, it, it, I mean, around the time of 
Pirates of the Caribbean, things changed and became more like that. That became a shtick, a gimmick for him across all the characters. But I don't like to apply that same scrutiny that I would apply to his other characters at this point, where he's repeating that to the Pirates of the Caribbean ones, because I feel like that was the first for him. That was his like birth of the character, and it really worked with the character. The other ones, it feels like he's grafting that performance on to movies like The Lone Ranger, whereas in um, in Pirates of the Caribbean, it definitely uh, felt more natural and like an original character. And it wasn't a totally original character, but I felt like it was something he really sold and mm. pulled off well. So and now going into the first film, the first Pirates of the Caribbean film was a masterpiece. In my opinion, it's a, now it's a flick. It's a blockbuster flick. Oh, but in, in terms of blockbusters, it's like, but yeah, close it is to as good as they the get. For, like yeah, it's when it comes to the incredible. formula, the performance, the everything the set around pieces are yeah. And that's incredible. actually what I've always in Pirates of the Caribbean. What I've I wouldn't say what I love the most because I'm not a huge fan of the franchise in general. Mm-hmm. I just kind of really respect the movies for what they are. Uh, most specifically the first one but even in the second and third one the set pieces i feel like i could still go watch the movies just for the set pieces yeah and um and they got they they did a really good job and this might have hurt them but they still did a really good job of just upping the ante in each movie though too um but the first one just had the first one actually had everything that the second and third started to miss i would actually argue that the second one is still really good i think the third one was where things really started to fall yeah the second one the second one is okay to me because Davy Jones is a good villain, mm-hmm. and there's some really great set pieces. Um, there's just there's no movie that, uh, of course, no movies really attempt it that often, but there's no movie that captures like the feel of being at sea and and just being a pirate film as well as Pirates of the Caribbean does. Uh, all three of them, mm. um, I think, directing wise, the movies are just visually stunning. All three of them, um, and the set pieces are incredible. Like some of the best sword fights, like in in all of movies to me. Yeah, um, the soundtrack's awesome. Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, they do such a, um, such a good job of just being fun, bombastic blockbuster. The issue with the second and third one to me is that they have absolutely horrible pacing, massive tone issues, and they rely way too much on Johnny Depp. Whereas the first one had like the perfect balance of Johnny Depp, and also like Johnny Depp is a side character. Yeah, he's in the majority of the first movie. Like, he's pretty close to being a main character, but he's a side character. You have Orlando Bloom like propelling the plot forward, yeah. and Johnny Depp, and that was always the entertaining side character. I always wanted, and, and then the second and third movie, the second one, it's like it was still kind of Orlando Bloom's main, and Johnny Depp's on the side, and then the third one, it went like full. And that was the mistake relying of the first one. on I know, the third one. I that's why I really I still enjoyed. I think the first one had a better pace. The second one got a little bit slow for me, but I still think as a film, um, just as a ha- having its arcs, its structure, it's the the way that it executed its themes was still strong. But once they started, I felt like the third was where they went off the deep end. Yeah. And it, I still think it was an entertaining movie. It was still very bombastic and exciting. And there are some some of the best set pieces are in the third film. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say, uh, you know, like, I don't think that the third film is worthless by any means. But after the third one, everything just started to go downhill. Uh, but the first one just really nailed. Like, I loved uh, Will Turner and, yeah. and the like the Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley. They as a couple, they had a great dynamic, which is something you you would think like it's a coveted thing to have in Hollywood is that type of dynamic, but they really nailed it like effortlessly. Mm-hmm. I thought, and 
I thought that Jack Sparrow's effect on that relationship and the plot was so strong as the side character, as that kind of unknowable character. You don't understand him. You don't know him. You don't know a lot about him. And that's where he needs to be. It's like, on one hand, people walked out of and it's it's hard to it's hard to really judge because I know as like these movie movie producers and these studios, they're just trying to cash in. So people walked out of the theaters and went, God, I just loved Jack Sparrow. Not realizing as viewers probably the role that he played and needed to play. Mm-hmm. They probably and, and they probably weren't like, we just want a movie about Jack Sparrow, but that's what the studios got in their head was go with what worked and give more give the people more of what they like. Not realizing, you know, the inner workings of what the story needed to yeah. to actually be a, a satisfying story. Yeah. Yeah, and and like, even though I'd, I'm not a big fan of the third one, there's still like good qualities about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's way too long. I think it is like three hours. It's self indulgent to the max in yeah. general, and and that's a that's a trend of just the director. I think Gore Verbinski's movies, his movies are just incredibly long, incredibly indulgent, and he did the he did the Lone Ranger movie as well, mm-hmm. um, which is basically Pirates of the Caribbean as a western. And it's like it it has like two of the best set pieces in like modern blockbuster like movies um, stuck in the middle of just indulgent, boring, like mess of a movie. Really? Yeah. Two that's, amazing set pieces. Amazing set pieces. That's funny. See, I never like, saw The Lone Ranger. The two, the two set pieces in the movie are, are genuinely like worth watching the rest of the that's movie actually, I've never just heard to get that. to. But the rest of the movie is just there are parts of it that are good, but like. He also has mass, just as a director, has massive like tone issues. Like in that movie, there's parts of it that make it feel like a Disney like kids movie because it is a Disney movie. And then there's a scene where the villain like rips a dude's heart out and eats it, and it's just like, whoa, okay. Yeah, and when it comes to like Pirates Three, uh, the third film was very. I felt like they had this problem in the second one. They, I didn't feel like they had this problem in the first at all. But the second it started to crop up in the third, it was just on display. It was just it got convoluted. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just like the pacing. It was like too much was going on. I think the they kept in the way that with the set pieces, they kept getting bigger and bigger. And it was better and better. But it also made the movie longer and longer. And then trying to balance the action adventure uh, genre with. I feel like they really started to go deeper into like the lore mm-hmm. of the universe and the characters and things. And I'm not sure that was what people wanted because I think in the end we would have all been on the ride for a maximum of three films about Kira Knightley, Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp going on adventures. Yeah. And there were, I mean, there were some great side characters, but we didn't need to get too deep into them to have three really rewarding films. And then there, there, I mean, it's an adventure film, so, you know, you don't want everything to be too attached, but they did also struggle with the the problem of essentially every film being its own film, too, which it's not a problem because you want it to be able to stand alone to an extent. But when you're doing a trilogy, uh, it made it to where each new film it was like, so what do we do next? That's the problem of, you know, not having a trilogy. Like if the first movie starts a three film arc, that's different. But we could have ended it. Pirates one. Yeah, we could have walked away well, from actually, Pirates like, two one and, and three are much legendary movie. Yeah, two and three are much more connected than one and two are. Exactly, and I and I just and that happens a lot too. Where you know your first movie is the one that sells you, and then we bring in the yeah. whole the whole universe. But that being said, I just feel like when it came down to it, it, it got too 
too convoluted. Yeah. And then especially with like the fourth one. I don't even remember what that one's called. But Stranger it, it Tides, was, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Different different director, like almost completely different cast, except for I think Johnny Depp and like maybe two other people. They were just back. hanging on at that point. Um, it felt and like it, it was like, why, it, wait, was, why are we here? So? That was incredibly indulgent in the just Johnny Depp doing whatever he wanted with that movie. Um, and from what I've seen of the the last one, um, yeah. it looked like the same it thing. Went for, yeah, it went even further. Um, the it, the funny thing is, I think that, you know, we talk about why are they even still making these films? Um, I think if they pulled back Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom and Johnny Depp and made a movie, I think everyone would go see it. It'd probably well, be really good. I actually think that the draw, the, like, the draw for me would be if they got uh, Gore Verbinski back to do them because yeah. he did the visual element in the atmosphere of just being at sea and being on those ships and those big set pieces so well that I don't really care with like these new people coming in and doing them because they just don't capture the look and feel of it yeah. near as well as he did, even in the movies I didn't care for. He, he really made it feel epic, like just yeah. the entire... Like, I've never... You know, I know everyone kind of is... Pirates are kind of a familiar genre to to anyone, but I was I've never cared for them. Like I wouldn't go buy a book called Pirates of the Caribbean. I would not be interested. I honestly was never interested when the movie was coming out. You know, I was pretty young when the first film came out. I never would have just been like, oh, a movie about pirates. That sounds awesome. It's not really my style, but he did such a great job of making a like of taking what we know through general lore about the pirate, you know, aura hmm. and legend of that, that general type of culture and turning it into something bigger yeah and, or delving deeper into it and really bringing the audience with you into that culture and taking it kind of down a slightly fantastical route and that that blending was truly remarkable yeah. honestly when you when you think about you know taking those 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 tropes and ideas you know we've all been you know been to the museums of like Blackbeard and all these things. And that, that's cool. But what they were able to do with the real world, you know, uh, I don't know the, the, the basis of these plots and take them and turn them into something fantastical. That's where it, it, it becomes truly impressive, impressive that they were able to make it feel, you know, I don't know, like a pirate world to <laughs> feel like a cinematic universe almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's just when I think about like the sort of like epic feel and the very like atmospheric, um, visuals of the first three movies. I don't remember that at all in the fourth one. Mm -hmm. And uh, without that, and with the extra, just like sort of indulgence of Johnny Depp, those movies just don't interest me. And then you take you take Johnny Depp away from it. You take the sort of iconic element away from it. You take the director who really like made it so epic away from it. Then I'm just like, why? Wait, why are we still going? Yeah, and and I mean that's really what. When I say, you know, can they do it without Johnny Depp? It's like he was the last thing they had. You know, it's not that I think, you know, like we've gone over. I don't think that he is the centerpiece of the films. But it's one of those things where I feel like they had three or four, maybe even five really great things going for them. And but it, it, it works in a way that if you take away one, you have a weaker movie. You take away more than one and it, the movie doesn't work. You know, and that and I say that as, you know, as we speak about Johnny Depp, this has nothing to do with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard allegations and the court case going on. You know, whether or not he should be starring in any films at all 
is up to, I guess, the courts <laughs> when it comes down to it in the end. Because I know he has lost, you know, the Fantastic Beasts uh, role. I'm sure as it well played as- a role in him not being in this. Hmm. I'm sure I'm sure it played a role in him not being in yeah, the new yeah. I, I th- I'm, I'm not super up to date on the latest stuff going on with them in court. Um, but, you know, the, all I'm saying is that's not what this is about here. We're talking about more on a conceptual level yeah. of what works for the films. You know, if if it turns out that Johnny Depp goes to jail or, you know, it's just this awful, horrible person that never gets to star in movies again, then so be it. But um, as of right now, I just I don't think that you should they should try to revive the franchise because yeah. I, I don't feel like they have much going for them now either. They're, they're working on like two films. And I guess with Hollywood, they've got all this money and they're like, we want to invest it into some things. But I don't think I think they're riding too much on people caring about Pirates of the Caribbean as a world when the only thing people associate with Pirates of the Caribbean is Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Like people think Pirates of the Caribbean, they go, Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. And Orlando Bloom. That's that's really all there is yeah. to it. You you think of, you know, Barbosa and um, Davy Jones and Jack Sparrow. There's this you don't think of pirates. It's yeah. just it's just a film about pirates. You can't sell a film about pirates, basically, under Pirates of the Caribbean and expect, you know, especially when everyone's going to have the expectations of the first few, you know, and expectations, I'm sure, have fallen since the last few. But it's just I don't think it's I don't think it's a good idea to keep pushing. Yeah, it was like it was based on a ride or some theme park attraction. Yeah, I, I think I I vaguely remember hearing that. Um, And, you know, it's the best movie based on a theme park attraction. Ever, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I feel like they've gotten more mileage out of it than I ever expected. You know, I really didn't ever expect more than one film or even just more than one good film. You know, I think the first two are good films, like I would say. First one, the first one works on such a structural level. That's yeah. really where the the first one had everything. I think the second one works to an extent. I think it's just, I think it's just disappointing after the first one because the first one's so tight. The first one's long, but it's like it's, it's so it's tight. so tight, and they make use of every moment in that movie. It doesn't feel yeah. indulgent. It feels like, like on a technical level, the it, you, the things you don't even notice, like as a viewer that you you don't pick up on, they're just hitting everything yeah. perfectly. It's like everything just clicked with that one. By Whereas the with the second one, it's like you start to see the cracks in it. You start to see where it's like where the pacing's off, and it's like okay, this could have been trimmed up here. Why is this? Yeah. Why is this two hours forty minutes? Like, and then the yeah. third one, it's just like all of it came yeah. together to sort of ruin what could have been really good. Yeah. Yeah, and they really could have. I mean, I still would argue that they have a pretty... If you just count the first three movies, there's a solid legacy there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the challenges that come about, especially working for a giant studio like Disney, I can't imagine what types of pressure you're under as the producers or directors or writers or whatever. So I don't want to say that, you know, like they just like lost the... They dropped the ball entirely. Um, I think that if just closing it out at three movies would have left the legacy very strong in the end even with the third movie having fallen off decently. However, I feel like allowing it to go on to four or five and now six, and we're going to do the spinoff now is like, I think I feel like it's tainting the legacy of like something that is iconic. Cause it's also like Pirates of the Caribbean was like iconic to its era too. Mm-hmm. Like just the, the years that they came out in the two thousands where, I mean, it was just, I don't feel like it's something you can recapture. I don't feel like it's something that has a place in 2021 either. No. Yeah, that I've never thought about it like that, but it does feel like even with the even when the fourth one came out, it did feel like almost out of place. I want to say it came out in like 2011 or 12 or something like it that. It feels like everyone can and, look and back then see, fondly. And then seeing the trailer for the fifth one, um, I went. I was just kind of like, oh, we're still doing this. Yeah, this is still this is a 2020. This is a 2010s thing. 
I feel like it's something that everyone looks back fondly on and should, but it's not something that really has a place in the time now. I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like it's current. So yeah, we're just, I think we're going to wrap it up there. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube on podcast platforms, hit those five-star ratings because they help us out a ton, especially on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, otherwise, we will see you next week in the next episode.